Hey, what it do, what the business is. It is another week in the books with the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. Man, I'll let your boy Animal Brown, Animal underscore Brown, if you're looking for me on Instagram and Twitter. I am Spike Lou on the same social platforms. Holla at your boy in these tweet streets, IG. How you holding up out there, champ? Hey, man, I ate at a restaurant for the first time since the pandemic kicked off. Swag, how was that? It was straight. Well, we'll know in about a week and a half whether it was a good idea or not. But no, nah, it. Hey, listen, it was straight. It, I, it it felt safer than ever, nigga. They had uh, hand sanitizer at every table. Uh-huh. Ta- every other table was empty. Waitresses had gloves, masks. Cooks had gloves, masks. Hosts had gloves, masks. One person in the bathroom at a time. Like it was. It down. felt like overkill, but I understand though. I went to a, a restaurant slash lounge this weekend too. That it was uh, in Buckhead, mm-hmm. some spot that uh, M Extra uh, was telling me about. Big money shit, dude. Nah, yeah, yeah, it was it was going down. Clearly, <laughs> yeah, I had never been there before. Big Bentley's parked out front of shit. Yeah, uh, but it wasn't no precautions being taken there. You know, oh the, waiter, the waiters had on masks and shit like that, but niggas was in there. It was turned up, and I couldn't believe it really. But it was a cool time, and it was a cool little spot. I liked it. You need to pull up on this one time. You might. Absolutely not. Once all this is over. Oh, okay. You might yeah, enjoy yeah. it, man. Anything else you had going on this weekend? You was pretty good. I'll, I'll park my Bentley out front when I, when I go next time when this shit is over with. Just um, my shotgun, man. Let's top now. <laughs> nah, ain't nothing else popping off, man. Well, this week on the On Deck TV podcast, Big Soldier, he removes his face test and Lil Baby tells us why he doesn't have any. Is that mm. trend ending in hip hop? Also, J. Cole, yes, Jermaine Cole has hoop dreams outside of the booth. He's been working on his game. Does he have a chance to make it to the NBA? And Waka Flocka says that Big Crit is this generation's Nas. Mm. Has he lived up to the, those regards? Mm. But first, but first, the No Limitologist, we did a review last week. Well, excuse me, we did a preview last week of the No Limit Chronicle. So, of course, we're going to kick the show off this week with the feedback. You did an instant reaction on the No Limit Chronicles, gave the people a little bit. Mr. No Limit, tell me how you felt about the first episode. Uh, The first and second episodes. First two episodes. Were fire. Um, mm. every, everything I needed and more. Okay. Shout out to BET. I'm just glad that this story is getting told and that it's not getting told from a macro level. Like they, they're talking to people that aren't household names with the camp King George and Mr. Servon, and King they're going George to look deep in the weeds. And I'm fucking with that. Uh, there was a couple, one or two things that I learned, you know what I'm saying? That I didn't know before. What? And, um, like I didn't know C Murder was in the army. I didn't know that. Did not know that. I didn't know that. That was new to me. Military family, it looked like. Yeah, it did. That. That's where the whole soldier thing come from. Makes a lot of sense now. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I didn't know that. I didn't know the specific circumstances behind the lawsuit with his grandfather either. I know he won. He got the ten thousand in the lawsuit, but I didn't know the circumstances behind it with them switching out the drugs and stuff. I didn't know that. That was nuts too. I ain't gonna lie to you, that story switches because I've heard it was an inheritance at first. Now I've always lawsuit, heard it was a lawsuit though. I thought it was an inheritance that his grandfather left him 10,000. I ain't never, I never I'm gonna keep it that. real. I've always heard it was a malpractice suit. I, I just didn't wrong. know the circumstances. 
I may be wrong. It may be baby. Um, yeah. So but no, overall, I, I thought that she was fire though. I was fire. Yeah. And you did too. I don't want to hear anything good. else other than that. No, I mean, I have a, a special place in my heart for this. Like you said, I've been waiting for this. I'm not buying all the No Limit shit. As we say on this show a lot, this is our Wu-Tang. Like, this yep. is our, like, you find your favorite character, you listen to everything that they put out. Like, this is our version down south. So all of the story was great to me. If I'm nitpicking, the cutaway scenes, BT did a horrible job on those uh but that's oh, you mean the reenactments yeah the reenactments like that's I mean, that's not i don't think that and not even that specifically but any documentary that does a reenactments like that i don't really like i just need to talk in and maybe the real footage you know what i'm saying like they be doing the news footage and shit i don't need reenactments but i think but, rean- i think the reenactment reenactments were as they were on par for a typical reenactment in a, in a documentary think, think about the best documentaries you've seen though for sure, like interview footage and old footage. I ain't no. That's what make it dope. What's that? Yeah, for sure. Everybody doesn't have that though. Everything wasn't. Listen, yeah. pee at the free throw line with the guy with the pistol wasn't on camera. All right, oh you got to reenact God. that. All right. Now you just got to tell that story, man. You just got to <laughs> let that silence sit there and let pee be like, nigga, yeah, right. Like somebody yeah, was can sit there and let's catch big cap. It was, uh, but they were good stories nonetheless. You had to feel time. I enjoyed this, man. Um, yeah. I'm like I say, this has a special place in my heart. Being a big No Limit fan, the story uh, sitting down with Baby and Baby trying to run the cash money artist through No Limit since they had yeah. a deal was the first time I heard that. I that was like new. that was really interesting. Um, I'd love to hear Baby's uh, um, side of the story. Per Listen. se. We need we need one of baby's teenage kids to put that put the uh the IG live up while he watches that for the first time because I need I his instant reaction. I do want to see the live instant reaction to that. Uh, but that it also squashed the the speculation that a lot of people had that don't really dive into it. But the cash money and no limit beef. I'm glad mm-hmm. they looked, touched on that a little bit and let you know what it really was because. As all of them say, nah, it ain't really a beef. We just didn't fuck nah. with them niggas. Yeah, that was it. Y'all, y'all don't fuck with us, and ain't no beef. Nah. Uh, so it, overall, man, it was good. Um, the part that I learned also, the gathering Mia X, Mr. Servon, as far as kind of like the foundation, taking them out yeah. to Cali. I didn't really know that part of how that existed, but that was pretty dope too. So uh, thumbs up for me for the first two episodes. Good job by BET, not great, uh, but I'm definitely here for the rest of that. And I, I love the cliffhanger at the end of the second episode when they got to him and Shug. <laughs> and that ain't the first time I heard that story. You're absolutely right about that. Well, nigga, what's, when you leaving, nigga? Yeah, that I was hard. You. When you move, I'll let you, buddy. I, w- I will say this, though. If I had to nitpick, I would say, uh, and this is to no fault of P or the story itself, but being on network television, they have to get the, the commercials off. That's why, that's how they're able to make this content to begin with through paid sponsorships. So the pacing was a little quick, a little swift. Um, I I would have liked for them to dive a little bit more and take their time with a little bit more of the pieces. But I think if you're a casual watcher, then it was good, you know, then that's enough to keep you engaged. You know how shit is nowadays, bro. People's attention span is dumb short. So you got to have the quick jump cuts and the quick, scenes and uh, 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 you got to keep people's minds moving and not standing still before they tune it out and then plus you got to get them commercials in so that hour is not an hour of no limit shit it's about 41 minutes of no limit shit so you got to kind of get the stories in quickly they didn't stay on a lot of shit that long at all 
But I, I get it. I also wish there was two or three more people that could have been involved. I was surprised to see P's ex-wife on there. Did not, because they divorce was ugly. You know what I'm saying? Like allegations back and forth. Romeo, she might have, she was suing Romeo, allegedly. I remember that, man. Yeah, it was just, it was ugly. So I was surprised that she was on there, but I hate not seeing or at least hearing C. Murder on there tell at least something from his perspective. I hate Beast by the Pound not being on there. At least one of them. Can KLC, we don't want to just be a P ass kissing contest. We want some people on there that, you know, we're there during a run, but didn't like how it ended. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's have some more of those in there so we can get a balance of, of the story. Um, but other than that, again, I'm nitpicking. I, I thought this shit was fire. I can't wait. I can't wait to see the second part of you. I definitely can't wait to see that. You guys check out the No Limit Chronicles on BET. Those come on Tuesday or Wednesday? Wednesday, Wednesday night, man, part three and part four. And also check out our throwback No Limit episodes. I think we might put that on the timeline, man. We got three No Limit-centric episodes that we've got in the can. All three are fire. We might throw one up on the timeline, man, for old time's sake this week. Y'all check Drop that out. Drop that shit. Drop that shit. What we got next? Uh, Man, let's talk Soldier Boy, your mans. Uh, Big, big soldier. soldier. Big Draco. Uh, fans were surprised when he showed his face on uh, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Sans face tattoos uh they were gone most of them have been erased uh he said he wants to get into movies and he wants to he doesn't like the way he's kind of portrayed when he comes into these ballrooms and these meetings and then also a viral clip of little baby uh floated around the internet of him explaining why he doesn't have any tattoos he was speaking Mm -hmm. with big boy and he told him i don't have any tattoos because i don't want to be looked at as a thug air quote uh, my question is, do you see a trend happening in hip hop uh, of no tattoos coming soon? Absolutely not. Uh, I think mm-hmm. the tattoos are a form of expression, uh, not bigger than hip hop for artists in general. Uh, you see it a lot in rock. Uh, you see it a lot across different genres and different uh, entertainment aspects, uh, wrestlers, mm-hmm. basketball players, uh, boxers. So I, I think that that art form and that way of expressing yourself, I don't think it'll ever die. I think that people will continue to do it, especially in hip hop. Like Lil Baby said, his aspirations to to be a big star and Soulja Boy's aspirations to be in movies aren't really the same and don't line up with people in a younger generation that I see walking around Lennox Mall, they got tattoos on their face. That's true. These niggas ain't, I, I'm not saying this in a mean way, but these niggas are nobody. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. They, they got tats on their face and females too. I've seen both, so I don't think that that trend is dying. I think people are actually going to get more accepting of it. Like you'll see it in corporate America, uh, even now. You see people like they had a long sleeve joint song to get off work. They wrote their sleeve up their whole sleeve. You know they got tattoos. So I think people are becoming way more accepting of body art and tattoos. So I don't think the trend is going to change. But uh, in the aspect of little baby and the aspect of Soldier Boy, when you have as much, you know them trying to label you as a thug anyway and uh, the game stacked against you anything that you can do to make a step to the next level is definitely warranted so I see what they're saying but I don't think it's going to be a trend I think if the same way it's a trend now with the face mm-hmm. tattoos and the body art which you could attribute to a couple of people if you want to go Wayne if you want to go you know Gucci you go back to Pac or Pac yeah if you want to go to Pac like the same way they made it quote unquote cool to do it and they made it popular, it can be done in reverse. Uh, someone mm-hmm. can make it cool or popular to not have them. 
And you can, because that's, that's all it is. You get SoundCloud rappers and underground rappers think that they have to have the Little Wayne kit. You got to have a double cup. You got to have the dread, the colored dreads. You got to have a face tats. You got to have a grill. Like people think that that's the rapper kit. So if, the, because that's what successful rappers look like. If you have a little baby or a soldier boy or a, fill in the blank or who else, and they're a successful rapper and they don't have any of that, they got other shit. They got they they own their masters. They own property. If they make other shit cool, then I think you'll see a trend go in that direction. So anything that can be done can also be undone, in my opinion. Um, but one thing about the little baby, some we posted this on the IG ad on their TV podcast. Make sure y'all follow that. And someone made an interesting point. They said that little baby was being slightly hypocritical saying he didn't want to be viewed as a thug, but he's a trap rapper. He raps about trap shit that you could argue is quote-unquote thug content, so to speak. Is that being hypocritical? I don't want to be seen as a thug, but I'm a trap rapper, though. And you're rapping, you're rapping about thug activities, air quote again. I don't, I don't think that that's hypocritical at all. I don't, I don't even see the correlation in the two. I, don't I mean, see that's, the, how... that's the type of energy you put out. Not yes. saying it's negative or positive. I'm just saying that's the type of shit that he does. And so Wait. to turn around and say, oh, but I don't want to be so seen you, like that. You're saying that he does thuggish type shit anyway without the tattoos. He makes the, he makes trap music. Whatever you want to categorize that in. If you want to call that thug shit illegal, whatever you want to call it, he makes trap rap. He's a trap rapper. Mm. So it's like... It's I, like eh. I, I just don't see the correlation with the tattoos. Though I, I don't think that... Him saying, I don't want to be viewed as a thug, spill, like that doesn't make his music less authentic. I'll say, I don't think that he's trying to be two different things when he goes and says, Well, I'm looking for bigger opportunities by not having tattoos. His music opened the door for him, and I think he's being true to himself in that music. Mm. Uh, and also with the tattoos, he's being true to himself and what he thinks is going to take him to the next level. So I don't really, I don't see that person's point of view. Like, I, I mean, I, it's, it, it, it's a, no, nah, I don't see that point of view. I can't. I can't make them connect. Because one would argue if you don't want to be looked at as a thug, then don't make music about illegal activities and quote-unquote thug shit. Well, he's just rapping about his life, though, right? I mean, to, to the common person, that's, that's part of why people look at you the way they do. That's what one would argue. I'm not saying that I'm even necessarily agreeing with that. Right. I'm just trying to give the perspective of the comment, which I thought was interesting. It was the only person that said that everybody else was, you know, that's what, see, little baby gets it. And, mm -hmm. you know, that's why I rock with them and X, Y, and Z. A lot of, a lot of praise going around, but there was one comment that was like, eh, it's a little hypocritical if you rap about thug shit, but you don't want to be seen as a thug, like rap about something else. I think when you put music out, that's a view into your world, though. You're opening your world up to your fans, right? And mm -hmm. he wants to be as authentic as possible. That's what we call the trap rapping. That's where he's from. That's what people around him done. And he's being true to that. When he steps outside of that field, he don't have to wear that on him. Got you. I don't, like, I don't think that, like, like you said, the typical thing to think if you're a new trap rapper, you can have a Gucci man face tattoos. Mm -hmm. I feel like he's not being hypocritical when he says anything that I can get to play in my favor, I'm going to use. That's where he's mm -hmm. being smart at. Yeah, I come from this, but when I walk in that boardroom, you're not going to be able to tell. You can cut my music on and you right. can get why I am the way that I am, but that don't make me this or that. I, 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 I feel it. I get what he's saying. I can respect that. I get it. 
Next on the hook, what do we have? What Cole got going on, man? Your man's J. Cole. Speaking of Master P earlier, J. Cole had the big drop. The shoes came. Master P was on the video. J. Cole, J. Cole was hoop, hooping in the background. Mm-hmm. Now, Master P came out and said that J. Cole is working really hard on his NBA dream and has aspirations to be picked up by a team. Mm-hmm. He's currently training to play pro ball. Let me ask you, Mr. NBA fan, do you think yep. that J. Cole has a chance of making an NBA roster? If we have a if we're doing percentages, okay, his chance of making a, an NBA roster is at zero fucking percent. Zero if we're going to a hundred, that's zero to a hundred, and it's zero. If we're going to a thousand, his chance is zero percent. Unless J. Cole can hoop though. There's a lot of niggas that can hoop. That <laughs> don't mean they can play in the NBA. Mm. The only reason, the only way he would make it is if there was a GM out there that was smart and decided to do it for the PR. Mm. Because I'm sure there's a smaller market team out there with little to no star power. I'm signing him to a 10-day contract easy just to get them jerseys off, just to get them seats. And well, you know, if this wasn't a pandemic, to get them seats Field in the stands. That's the mistake that the Rap- Raptors did with P back in the day. They didn't take advantage of the free pub they would have got by signing him to a bullshit contract for a week or two. You can I mean, the, the Hornets. Hornets and the Raptors, remember? He played preseason for both. Mm-hmm. There's no way, especially Charlotte, nigga, you in the South. P was huge back then. You know how I many people come in the game, coming to the game to see P sit on the bench? All that right. shit would have been crazy. I'm going to the three minutes crunch time or something. That's what I'm saying. Like, bro, like I, I, I'm trying to think of a small market team that's not a playoff team that could that could use like an injection of life into oh, that shit. The perfect team for you. Talk to me. Since this has broken your favorite team. The Detroit Pistons have went on Twitter and made an offer to J. Cole. They got the jersey printed up and everything. It's in the group chat. Check it out. You lying. It's in the group chat. The Pistons responded to him. (laughs) You're so hyped right now. You want to (laughs) show everything. Uh, Yeah, the Pistons responded to him on Twitter, and they seen what he was doing. Yeah, you're super hyped right now. Let's go! So live reaction, folks. For the people watching on YouTube. Troy, I swear I didn't know this. This is yeah, new. I know you didn't. I was I seen it right before the show started. I was about to say something, but I wanted to wait. Look how hard Live it looked reaction. though. They got the Jay Cole. That's hard. Yeah, I, I, that's a good idea. Like I agree with the, that one hundred percent. Like if I am uh, the Hornets and Jordan, like I feel like I'm oh an opportunity. God. Man, get this nigga here today. Bring him yep. to the bubble. Get quarantined him for a couple of days, and let's start him putting on the like put him on the bench. Um, if we were not in quarantine and the Hawks played the team with J. Cole on there, yes, I'm going to the game to watch J. Cole sit on the Easy. bench. Easy. Just because it's cool. It's a cool thing to do to say. I, I, I went when Michael Jordan played preseason baseball, went to the Nashville Sounds game. He played for the yep. Birmingham Barons. He stood in right field for nine innings. He, I, don't, I don't even know if I seen him up close. I really can't remember. I know we got interviewed by the paper. But I did all that to see Michael Jordan play baseball. I don't even yep. remember if the nigga got in there bad. And I say all that to say it's the experience of shit like that. That shit would be fire. I would yep. have, if I were the GM for a team, I'm on the phone with his people right now. Like, yep. let's do this. 
Nah, uh, it's e- that's an easy bubble. call. Right, but, and we're in the bubble now, and it's like, it's even more contained. So you ain't got to worry about the fan stuff and it being like a big gimmick. Like, yeah, let's bring this nigga in and let's do this shit. Yeah, the, uh, that's crazy. Because, uh, bro, I'm telling you, that's free PR, bro. You know what I mean? You know how, you're going to get your shit picked up. I'm talking about like a bum ass team like the Suns or like you said, the Hornets or fuck it. My bum ass Pistons. That's perfect. That's perfect, bro. Like I'm on the horn with him tomorrow. He's 35. He has no chance of actually playing based off his skills. Let's be very clear. If he want to go play in a church rec league or fucking LA fitness league, then have, then he'll go play and get buckets. But in the NBA. Would you watch a hip hop basketball league? Like three on three, like the big three, but all like rappers, ex rappers, and shit like no, that. Oh, bro, that shit, it looks. You wouldn't slow, watch that, bro. It'll yeah, look. But do you do you watch the celebrity games, bro? Look how they look versus no, the professionals, no, bro. Yeah, that's, but that's 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 cap though. Like them niggas. That's regular people. One nigga, it'd be one nigga out there trying. Like and he <laughs> like J Cole would go and he'll be trying. Quavo would go and he'll be trying. Right. I'm talking about like a real league. Like if niggas like Cam got in shape, Davies. <laughs> You wouldn't watch that? Man, I'm watching the shit out of it. Niggas niggas I don't care. That's the best part about it. That's <laughs> your niggas gonna be out there washed, trying hard and shit, talking crazy. Competitive is a man, mic them niggas up and let's go. I love to see them old niggas trying to hoop. Get Joe Budden out there. That nigga think he can hoop. Man, let's Joe do Budden it. say he can hoop. He think he can hoop. He'll rebound. He said he'll rebound in D type nigga. He looked so like you know that, what though. that he like? He played ball in Tim's, nigga. Yeah, so he look like, like that. I love the cargo that shorts, facts, nigga. With yep. a wife beating the cigarettes hanging out his pocket. Yep. But to uh, for the Pistons tweet, they said, "J Cole, we see you out here. You said they only got twelve slots on the Pistons. Hit us up for that tryout. This is for all the dreamers." That was a dope ass. That's tweet. hard. That's hard because he did say that jersey. He did say that in the song. That's fine. That, that was, that's, that's good. Good job by the Pistons. Somebody, somebody in Detroit on their PR team is a Cole fan. They were listening. They say, "Hold on, and shit!" And dropped and dropped the line in the tweet. That was pretty fire, right there. That was hard. Shout out to the Pistons, the best basketball franchise on the face of the earth. Did he oh. get at me, man? About this rap basketball league, man. We make Cameron the face of it. Shit'll be dope. Niggas like Jim Jones playing. Niggas oh think my they nah, can it's pool. a rap. Oh my you god, man, that shit. Would you don't went too far now. That shit would be great, nigga. Drake think he can hoop. Get him out there. That's true. Let's That's go. True. That's true. <laughs> that uh, man, last but not least, before we get to this uh, versus preview between 2 Chains and Ross, we've got to talk Waka Flocka. While appearing on the Drink Champs podcast, Waka Flocka mentioned Big Crit as being the most underrated rapper from his generation. He even went on to call Crit the Southern version of Nas. Shit. I'm going to ask you, do you think the Crit Nas comparison is accurate? And to follow that up with, do you think that Crit lived up to his initial hype? Uh, no, I don't think that the Nas comparisons are accurate. Mm. To go back, people say I give Nas a lot of shit on this show. I don't. You do. You hate on him a lot. I give Nas his proper respect. <laughs> Nas created like a whole, like the flow that you hear now. He made that like more common. Kim was big in it, but what you hear niggas talking about now, how fly they are, the different shit that's going on in the hood, that shit came from Nas. Modern day, modern day rap. Absolutely. And yeah. I don't think the crit ever reached that type of popularity. I don't think the crit ever reached that type of impact. Mm. He had a lot of potential to do so. I think that that crit was here was 
very, very, very good. Yeah. Uh, and the potential, living up to that potential of that, he just was never able to do. So to answer the question, I don't think that he's an accurate this generation's Nas. I think that will go to J. Cole, someone who's more successful. Mm-hmm. Um, and to answer the question about did he live up to the hype when Crit was here, absolutely not. People used to mention Crit with J. Cole, with Wale, with Drake, with uh, Kendrick Lamar. That was the class. Like that shit. They even got songs on the Khaled uh, album together. Are uh, they ready? I think it got Kendrick, J. Cole, and Crit. And yep. not to say that nigga can't rap as good at them as them. He just hasn't had the same opportunity and hasn't maximized on the opportunities that he has had. What do you think? Yeah, so Walker said two things, man. Um, he said that he was the nicest from his generation, and then he said the Nas of the South. So Nas of the South, Cole is a much better comparison. But I, I, I'm, I understand why somebody would say that, because if you really listen to Crit, though, like he's an underrated storyteller, bro. Like if you listen to Banana Clip Theory, They uh, They Got Us, a package store like do be paying pictures his downfall was signing to a major label that didn't know what to do with him that was his downfall since he's been out of that deal and if you look at the mixtapes that he put out that weren't on Def Jam obviously they were just mixtapes fire and and shit that he's put out since he split from Def Jam has been fire it's been more on brand with what he originally wanted to do to begin with. You could say Cole was the same thing. When he first came out, it was Mr. Nice Watch. It was Versace shirt with him and French Montana looking like twins at the fucking BET Awards. And he was like, man, fuck this. I'm taking this shit off. I'm going to be me. I'm going to grow my hair out. I'm not going to take a shower and I'm going to wear the same Jordan ones for a year straight. Shower is hilarious. And his music has been fire ever since. Like, period. So I, I think that Cole is the better comparison, but he had an earlier jump on his freedom, so to speak, from his label and, and having to conform to what a quote-unquote rapper is supposed to look like and what they're supposed to talk about. I think we'll see this crit moving forward. You know, I think he'll evolve into that. You know what I'm saying? But in terms of being like a big star and labeled a GOAT, no, they're not about to do that shit. Now, yeah, they like- say he was the nicest from his generation. That's not true either, though. Because yeah, yeah. I, Cole, Kendrick, and Big Sean can rap better than him. And I fuck with Crit the long way. Them niggas are frying. Well, they're not frying him, but they're better at it than he is. You know who he is? Say that. Talk to me. AZ. Because mm, it couldn't be two Nazis, guys. <laughs> it couldn't be two Nazis, so it had to be an AZ. And the thing, like, the re- other reason, AZ came out of the gate with the, the that uh, song, the single that they had. The Sugar Hill? Sugar Hill, yeah, but... He, similar to Crit with the Crit Was Hill project, never lived up to it after that. Never was a big song after that, never was a big project. And when you come out at that high of a level, people expect that from you all the time. And you're absolutely right when you say Crit has dropped good projects since the fumble at Dev Jam, but he lost people's attention. That's like true. He had everybody's attention when Crit Was Hill came out. Nigga, who is that nigga from the South making that type of music, spitting those type of bars? That's true. Then a nigga signed with Def Jam, and it was like, man, okay, I'm cool. He dropped from Def Jam, like you said, started coming back out with heat, but niggas was like, ah, oh, I remember him from the Wack Def Jam album. Yeah, that's and true. Now he's stuck in that boat. But and revisit the mixtapes, though, man. Like, dude got some oh, he's spitting fire ass, ass tapes, bro. That banana, I had to run that banana clip theory today. I was like, man, he's spitting on you, dude. Recommend a Crip project for the people other than Crip was here. 
Um, I think the second mixtape, man, it's going if it's if it's not forever in a day, it's um, it's the second mixtape, man. The and I don't sitting, the little boy sitting right there. Not that the one though. Sitting, not that one. I don't think not that one. What is it? That one? It's been a minute, man. Like if you go on that Piff and search Big Crit, first of all, that Piff redid their app, which is crazy that they're still like in business and shit. Recently. Yeah, it's like a new, awesome. like they got a whole new look and shit, shit crazy. Um, but if you go and check, just search Big Crit and pull up a couple of those mixtapes, I'm going to say Forever in a Day, and then I'm going to also say uh, Return of Forever. Like those, man, they are heavy. Like, dude is nice. I, I don't want people to, to get lost upon that. And Crit is successful, man. He's made his bread. He's been able to tour. Like, he's fine. You know what I mean? And all things considered, he comes from a city where not many rappers make it out. Like, how many niggas are on from Mississippi, bro? David Banner? Mm. Ray Schrembert, they don't even rep it. So, I mean, mm. like, uh, he's he's a success. You know what I mean? His first album or his first project may be his best, and that's a somewhat of a of a curse. But, man, I can't I can't do him any kind of way. Shout out to Waka. I didn't know he even listened to Big, to Big Crit. Waka want to rap for real. You remember? Didn't he put out an album? That's true. He's trying to, like, rap for real. Nah, that's true. He put out a couple of mixtapes that was like on some. I'm trying to like for real oh, be like shit. a spitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were they were fuck cool. Waka, man. Waka, one of my favorite people in the game. I fuck with Waka heavy. Fuck he he has, showed us love has, the one time we met him, bro. He was yeah. mad cool. He has very interesting perspectives on a lot of shit. Yeah, there's a clip of him floating around talking about money and hiring his family and shit. Have you seen that? Uh, was it Dope. on the uh, No Jumper podcast? I don't know what he was on. I can't. I can't even front. But he was talking about how he how he got robbed from like three or four people that he hired. But he wasn't mad about it. He just learned from it. He actually likes when he loses because he can learn shit. And I his think auntie, it was on those yeah, yeah. Okay, now it was that was a good clip. And and uh, he did say he wanted to see a Nas and Big Chris song though. I, I'm here for that too though. Oh, Big Chris got to make the beat though. Facts, please. <laughs> We're not letting Nas nice, be. nice soul sample. Jeez, need that <laughs> yesterday. That should be hard as fuck. Uh man, shout out to Crit Nas, though. I like to see that. Um, speaking of things we like to see, man, we got a nice little versus matchup. Swiss on a roll. True. Oh hell. Swiss Let's is go. on a roll. Two chains versus Rick Ross. We coming fresh off of the heels of Snoop and DMX. Listen, when you first heard this announcement, what did you think initially? Good battle. Bad battle, bad matchup, good matchup. What did you think? I didn't. I'm like, damn, we didn't think of that one. That's, That's what right. I thought. And then I thought, this ain't, this ain't even. And then I thought, well, shit, yes, it is. Actually, like, going hold on, hold on, boy. Yeah. Who, when you For when you said it, you didn't th- when you thinking it was even. When you thought it wasn't even, who did you thought it favored more? Rick Ross. Okay. Right. Just because Rick Ross had a bigger name at one point. Yeah, still like, does, but I'm with you. Does he? Is Rick Ross a bigger artist than Two Chains right now? Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, but when I first heard this, I was like, okay, this is the one that I'm tuning in for. Like from the moment that day, I'm gonna be on a live like at twelve. <laughs> I'm just gonna be waiting. Then they get the club at nine o'clock, getting in free. I'm here for this because I love Two Chains, man. That's my guy. Uh, but on top of that, man, Ross is a performer. I cannot wait to see what Rick Ross got up his sleeve, man. I know it's gonna be some fucking epic, yeah. epic. Like, cause Rick Ross, he he 
he know how to do this rap shit. Rick Ross know how to be a rapper, man. Like more than anybody ever, I think that has rapped other product than Tupac. Rick Ross know how to be a rapper. He know how to answer questions like a rapper. He know how to move like a rapper. The nigga mm-hmm. talk like a rapper in interviews. Rick Ross is a rapper's rapper. So I feel like when he come in there, he really gonna put on and perform. But what people don't know is that 2 Chains is the same way. 2 mm. Chains is just as studious when we come talking about the game and, and as serious about rap, picking beats, the luxury shit. And I think that people are going to be surprised at how prepared Two Chains is to come in there and put a whooping on Ross. I came <laughs> here to defend my man's and make sure that people put some respect on his name. Let's go, Two Chains. Listen, first of all, you spot on what the initial thought is. Damn, why we didn't think of this matchup? That's number Thanks. one. Uh, number two, when I first heard it, I immediately thought Ross was going to win nineteen to one. I did. I'm not gonna lie. You're because you're hater. No, nah, not at all. I fuck with two chains, but two chains has only been two chains for about eight years. Since about 2011, 2012. Okay. Ross has been Ross since 06. So Ross I'm like, yeah, just if we're just looking at the time. Really since 95, if we want to be for real. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> technically, but he's not playing none of that <laughs> shit though. <laughs> if we want to be for real. He ain't playing none of the Trina shit he wrote. He ain't playing yeah. that shit. None of that Draper shit. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah, yeah. The Teflon, when he was Teflon Don and all that mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. yeah, he ain't playing none of that bullshit. But I, 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 my initial thoughts was just from a time perspective, he's been in the game longer. He's been able to put in more work. He's right-hand mans with Khaled. He's, had, he's been featured on how many Khaled hits, bro. Like, I thought the features were going to be a cheat code. But then I thought about it a little more. No, I let it marinate. He's got hits. Two chains, Got even hits. though his he's been you know a household name for a shorter amount of time, he's put a lot of work in in that time. Hits. He's got a couple of hits. A lot um, of hits. He's got a lot of features. He's been called upon there for a lot hits. of features. That's where I think, and we'll get into it in just a second. But I think that's where the saving grace is. But you look at Ross, though, man, like. Bro, like, dude, like, he's been he's been relevant since 06. He survived scan, the correctional officer scandal. He survived, nigga, 50 onslaught from 50 Cent, the career killer himself. Like, dude, Teflon for real. So I was like, man, looking at his career, this is going to be nuts. I thought it was going to be uneven. The more I thought about it, it's actually going to be pretty balanced and it should be extremely entertaining. I can't wait because both of these niggas are students of the game. Both of Thanks. them, they're both putting their playlist. They've been putting their playlist together for a week. Both of them niggas, they they gonna take this shit very seriously. I hope not too seriously to where they can relax. But I just think I hope we go. I hope we get a good product, and I think we will. I'm here for two series. Shout out to my nigga O. Uh, shout out Team Heavy. They just kicked back off their AAU tournaments this week, yo. So shout out to him. But I bring up my nigga O because he texts me after this Snoop. He texts the group at this Snoop and uh. X battle. He's like, man, I can't wait to see somebody go in there and just have that killer mentality. Mm. And that's what I think 2 Chainz, 2 Chainz, he not finna come to play with Ross. <laughs> Every feature that was tight, the Kanye West shit, all of that. I'm hitting you over the head. I ain't coming to play no games. I think the 2 Chainz, I hope the 2 Chainz is the one that I've been wanting to see as far as somebody just take this serious. Maybe mm. even a little bit too serious. <laughs> like, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe I ain't even come here to play with y'all. I'm gonna hit this nigga over the head and try to win all 20 rounds. 
I'm gonna be cordial. Hey, what's up, my nigga? But playing to play the music, my nigga. Uh, I want to see one of those, and I, and I think Two Chains can do it and kill it. And I, I just this is gonna be one of those for this is one for our generation. Like yeah, they've had ones for other generations. They've had ones for younger, older generations and different genres. This is the one for us, niggas yep. from the south that love rap music. I think I think Swiss and them have are they in a bag right now with the rapper joints. Because at first it was producers, it was songwriters, R and B. They in their bag right now. It's with two or three in a row, you know, rapper joints, and they've been they've been entertaining, dope, nostalgic, the whole nine. Like they in their bag right now, and I'm excited. Now we mentioned we've mentioned features and shit. Uh Who and we talk about the battle inside the battle all the time. In your opinion, who has the advantage when it comes to features? When they, when they, when we gotta play their features, who do you think wins in that perspective? It's so close. It's it's not even close. Not the, as close the, as fuck. Two chains, oh, mercy. Fucking God. Two chains, mercy. Give me a bigger Ross feature than mercy. I'll wait. I, one of them got all podcasts. It ain't one, which one? Shit. Bigger than mercy with Kanye yes. West. He snapped though. He ripped that though. And, and his verse was hard. And he got the best verse on there, like with Big yeah. Sean and all these niggas. Yeah. His verse was hard. I'm not gonna lie. Catch up it to was my tough. campaign. Cooped color up champagne. I'm drunk and high the same. Man, come on. He was killing that. Damn. That shit gonna hit though when he played. I ain't gonna front. It's gonna hit. But Ross you got Ross fucked up. Though. He ain't got a bigger feature than that. Ross. Not that mercy. Bruh, like, I mean, he got like. The callous shit, like I'm so hood. You and know what I'm his saying? verses don't even hit on those. Give me don't a, do, I'm don't, like, don't, don't do them any kind of way. No, nah, I'm don't just saying that. they don't hit on the callous shit. It don't be like, did you hear Rick Ross verse? It'd be like, did you hear Plies? Did you hear Wayne? Because it'd be hear, too many uh, niggas on there. Ace Hood. Yeah, well, Ross never like, Ross never like takes control. And two chains on Champions too, ain't he? Yeah, he is. What, what Yay and them? Come on. Yeah. yeah. But he got Ross ain't got no bigger songs than those. Well, individually, the, the the biggest song of the two to get into the another question, the biggest single that either one of them had is hustling. Right? Ross got the biggest song. Or BMF. No, hustling gotta be bigger than that. That's a big, hustling. Because hustling, hustling like is, hustling is number one. You're yeah, saying that BMF over. is number two. I, I was thinking think BMF might be number one, but no, it's now hustling. hustling number one. It's hustling. Then number two might be riding around and getting it. Or no lie. Or no lie. Tell me which one you want. Tell me which one you want. Blowing money fast. You've said it on here a hundred times. When that came out, it was in every barbershop. It was was. in every whip rolling by. It was was in every headphone for niggas sitting on the bus stop. Like, we're not going to act like you haven't said that a thousand times on here. Just like riding around and getting it was. Riding around and getting it was everywhere. T.I. was on the top of Magic. Oh, that was future video, wasn't it? Thank you. I'm gonna say T.I. Nice try. Magic City. No, no. <laughs> You're trying to combine Atlanta forces and it's not gonna work. <laughs> no, he uh, don't even need to combine Atlanta forces. Like, uh, what was the song that um, Cam Newton had the commercial to? What, I'm different? Nah, not, well, that too. But now nah, I'm talking about Cam had and what he was doing the dab shit. Oh, yeah. Fuck. I can't remember. Uh-huh. I can't remember. We don't remember. The dab came from that song. Two Chains is the creator of the dab. We don't recall. With that song. Yeah, y'all gonna mm-hmm. recall in this battle where he whooping Ross ass. Ross gonna like play Ross that I'm a too, man. He, he, he gonna play that I'm a boss. I'm a boss. With the Meek Mill shit, Herschel Walker. The, ooh, 
Corey better run my money, babe. Don't rip that. Or that John with Lil Wayne. Oh my. Mm. Listen, mm. man. Listen. He's got a whole album with Lil Wayne. And he won't play one goddamn song. Like, he can play that John if he want to. Like, if we want to play Wayne's song, we're just going to play Duffel Bag Boy. Like, 2 Chainz mm. got this shit covered. He ain't what got if... a better song with Wayne than Duffel Bag Boy, Rick Ross, though. I'd have to think like, about that. Like, the only thing that Ross got an automatic W in is going to be uh, the uh, the hustling joint. He better He better use that BMF strategically. Cause that shit gonna get washed up like the little Joker if he use it wrong. So, so you think that? So, who do you think has? So, you think Ross takes the edge in the singles? Cause he has not the just one, one single. No, just one single. He gonna Man, take the edge Ill. with hustling. It's gonna Ross, be like this. Ross is on. You ain't even know the Rocco shit, bro. You telling me that the first ain't gonna hit mm, when he play that? I forgot. Man, come about on you now. No. Come on now. Two chains on um band to make a dance. Let's go. Yeah, Bands make nobody, a dance. Yeah, I, you don't, I, I, I don't nobody nothing. I do. <laughs> two chains, four bracelets. Come on, man. Two chains is killing this. Is Let's he gonna play it. the um he gonna play bees in the trap? Nicki Minaj? We don't even need that. We play birthday. He's playing the fuck that, out of Nicky. that. No, we're playing birthday. That's the Nicki joint week. Like two chains is coming. Birthday is a Nicki. That's killer. fucking um, that's him and Kanye. Kanye. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're gonna play shit like it might. We're gonna play shit with somebody like that on there. We're gonna play Kanye. Drake watch when that money in the grave hit. See, that's the thing. This is what you're this is what not, you're leaving out. We're gonna play no lie. Drake has four or five. I mean, no Ross lie ain't bigger than money in the grave. Listen, come on. It, it man. ain't bigger than stay scheming. He better play it early. You better play it before no lie. Cause no lie stay scheming. scheming. So- no lie stay scheming right there. Man, you crazy as not. fuck. No lie? Come on, man. Uh, not have a grandmama treat her like a nominee? It's just classic. Stop, bro. Stop. One time is fine with me, man. Drake was killing. Man, let me pull up two chains on my man. Spotify up, man. Uh, uh, the I'm features, listening. the features, the singles. The B Ross got B sides he can play. Ross can play no, any like two chains ain't got B sides, man. Not that he can play. Not that niggas gonna know. Ross got mixtape shit that he polo can play. boots. Come on, that... man. We're gonna go all the way back to low boots. Hard. Yeah, <laughs> the low boots was hard. <laughs> the low boots was hard. It's cold. He's not, he not gonna play it, but the low boots he was hard. Definitely playing that, man. And on that Trapper Valley Trey, uh he ain't playing nothing on that. That BFF. He not playing nothing on that. Come on, Sorry. Man. I can't remember the song with Cam Newton in that commercial. I don't know the name of it. Nobody does. It's okay. He's not playing that shit. Ross, Ross has album cuts. He got singles. He has features, and he has mixtapes. Like what? He got he got all bases covered. Like it's just it. He has no weakness in regards to this. He's got twenty just, strong. Just Watch when like he play this. his verse on "Devil in a Blue Dress." I mean, "Devil in a Red Dress." Sold with. Two chains ain't got nothing for that. He ain't got nothing for that. He right. When Ross in that bag right there, like if he played that devil in the blue dress verse, he got a point right there. That and the the, the hustling, he got a point. But you forgetting about Fizz watching that's that a good I do song. it. That I do it with Wayne and Drake. Man, come on. I don't even remember how that go. Oh, you remember it. We can put the clip in on the podcast when we we edit. Nah, that's it. Just okay. put that I do it in there. Nope. I'll play it right now. Ross Ross has t- <laughs> Ross has 10 albums and two chains has five. Like, come on, bro. Ross got 10 albums? Yeah, that's crazy. That hood billionaire don't count, so he got nine. Yeah, he ain't playing a goddamn thing off that hood billionaire. <laughs> got nine. Be very clear about that. Man, listen, you go back to 2 Chains got one, 
that Cody and Cowboy hits on there. Because he's going to play that I riding around that and get it. He's going to play that riding around and get it. True religion. He's, he's going to play riding around and get it early. Watch. He's going to get that the way early. One out the gate. Yeah, that might be the first one out the gate. Yeah. But still, um, it was something on this uh, True Religion tape. It wasn't nothing on that True Religion tape. Yeah. Oh, right around. I spend it riding around. I get with Tip. He got the, the remix with Tip on there. I forgot that it existed. No, Ross can play all five Maybach musics, and, and Two Chains can't play nothing to go against them. No, he can't. He, he can, can play, play all five one. of those. Only thing Ross got, he better play the one with Jay Z. Two Chains ain't got no that. song with Jay Z. He got to play the one with Jay Z. Then he got a point there because Two Chains ain't got none with hold. Mm. That's what he got three. I'm getting three points. I've given him. I didn't gave him a cheat code. Whenever he play hustling, the song with Jay Z, Maybach music, and um, Devil so in the No, Devil in the Dress. Red Dress. Excuse me. Those yeah. are the three locks for Ross. Aston Martin music fam. It's not a lock. What? It's a vibe. It's a vibe. But going against Aston Martin music. That's a that's a good matchup. Come on, that's a good matchup. I'm gonna ain't just a point that's a good right matchup. there. That's a good match. Yeah, you can't just decide that right now. So that's a, that's a good matchup. Uh, two I'm chains. I fought shoe wins. He ain't got none. He ain't got no shoe in. He definitely has a shoe win with uh Mercy? the first song I said. Yeah, Mercy. Mercy's boom shoe in and riding around and getting it. Stop, man. You putting a whole lot of stock into riding around and getting it. That was a hit. And that's not even the name of the damn song. You it was a hit, man. They were um spend it is the name of the song. But it was (laughs) a hit, man. You had to be outside. And pretty girls like trap music. And that uh bruh. (laughs) Bruh, you forcing it. I'm I'm hey man, listen. You for you just throw you throwing shit up against the wall. Hoping I it sticks. Lot, I got a lot of faith in my man Two Chains, man. That no, I think only child holding it down out here. Listen, Two Chains is a very smart individual. He knows this rap shit. He knows how to cater to a crowd. Like he knows how to do this shit. So mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think for a second he's gonna be asleep at the wheel. I think he's gonna put on a good show. I just don't think he has enough in the arsenal to fuck with Rosé, because I think Rosé is equally as smart and as equally as a student of the game as he is. And he got too many hits with Wayne. He got too many hits with Cali. He got too many hits with Drake. It's, bro, it's it's a cheat code. That that, that stay scheming, I listened to that stay scheming last night. It's still amazing as if it just came out last night. Like, that shit is so hard. He can't play his bank. He only got like two bars on the... Yeah, Ross Ross verse shortened him up. We had to get to the crack. He'll kill it. He does have some more bars on that. You know, he said he cut him off. He'll you can tell. If he played that. If he played That'll be hard. Ain't been released. It might be a point for him. That'll, if he plays the full he version me, of that. Let me coach him through this, man. Just give me a year, Rose. Put the AirPods in. I'll be in your ear. Let him know what to play. I can get I can get Ross through this. Hey, I rode by Ross' house one time. On the south That's, side out there. Man, that Ooh, shit was that? so crazy from the street, dude. It looked crazy. I was like, yeah. You can see the pool pool from the street. You can see, it looks like a compound, bro. It's like a a big ass church. Bro, it's it's crazy. He got the double R on the gate and shit. It's hard, though. Yeah, that's some some player shit right there. Yeah, it's it's hard as fuck. I was like, wow. But it's cool. I'm really feeling this. So what? give me a score. What is your prediction? Who do you got for the winner? What type of score are we looking at? Assuming that they keep it at 20. 
Assuming that they keep it at 20, 14, 6, 2 change. <laughs> <laughs> 14, 6, 2 change. Like, it ain't even going to, it's like, he going to be cordial and let him get six off, you know, the ones that he got in the tuck. But I go 14, 6, 2 change, man. Shout out, to my, shout out to my guy, Yoski. I have two scores. Oh, man. Uh, I have 12, right. 8. Much. I have 12-8 Ross, but if Ross shows up with no shirt on, then it's 14 mm. to 6 Ross. If he shows up in his bag with wings, a bottle of Bel Air, and no shirt on, two chains doesn't stand a chance. It's over with. <laughs> it's gonna be rough. He's gonna be in his it's bag the whole night, dude. If you get the Ross with the like the big play of Miami shirt on and like got all the way down third button. That's like the top three undone. If you get that nigga in there, man, it's gonna be a rough silk night, shirt man. and shit. That's hoodie mellow right there. That's what that's, I'm saying. That's hoodie mellow right there. That is a different ball game, man. So if we get that Ross, it's gonna be different. You're right. I wonder where they're gonna be yeah, at, man. And they're gonna have a fan just so the shirt up blow. Like that's what I'm. You see what I'm saying? Fan. But it's gonna be off camera so though. Yeah, it just it looked like the wind blowing with that nigga right there with the, with the silk shirt on. That's gonna be a different story. You're right about that, man. Shout out to Yoshi for that. That's a good pickup. Oh, uh, but I'm looking forward to it, man. Um, it's gonna be fun, man. Is this when is this Wednesday? This is Wednesday, man. No, no, it's Thursday. Okay, so y'all get to listen to this. We get to drop this and yeah, enjoy this the day before, man. We give you a good thorough preview. Who's had the biggest impact? Um, in their career, I gotta go. Rose, bro. He's had the long. He's had the longer. He's had the longer run. run. He's, the longer he's run. had the longer run. So you yes. saying two changes has been hotter recently? Yes, two changes had. It, Choose a career. Two chains of Rick Ross. Oh, Ross. Why? Nigga, he got Jay on the jack. He can get Jay on the jack. He can get Drake on the jack. Mm. He can get Kanye on the jack. But like, he just, bro, like, he's had a very nice career. I tell you, he sur- survived multiple assassination attempts. Bro, like, dude's the Teflon mm-hmm. Don. Bro, have you seen? I just told you the house. But <laughs> the house is... He got horses and two shit, chains, bro. He got a nice house too. But uh, hey, I'm yeah, sure he does. <laughs> give me sure two he does. Chains. If I had to choose a career, I'm gonna take two chains. Mm. Um, just like you say, he got songs with whoever. Chains got recent songs with your man's Kanye. Um, yeah. I just think his impact has been. It was like it, it had a he had a larger impact initially than Rick Ross did. Rick Ross's was a slow burn. Two chains. Every day I'm bad. hustling. Stop! That was his first mm. single. Stop, bro. Niggas thought that was Jeezy for the first three months. No, that shit was out, man. you thought that was Jeezy. <laughs> I did. The world oh, thought that shit was crack. I thought that was Jeezy. Then I found out uh-huh. it was. I didn't want to hear it. Uh, but no, I mean, I, I'm I'm going to change this bigger impact just based off the good music, the Kanye West shit, and just the impact of his singles. He has a TV show on Vice. Mm-hmm. Like McGraw's saying, that's true. He ain't do that. You know, that's true. He does have yeah, a TV a, show. Yeah, Two Chains had a commercial with like old white women, like <laughs> Sprite or some shit. <laughs> Ross just never made it to that level. And I ain't knocking Ross. He did his thing. I just don't think that he made it. Like he 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 was like a level below that right there with Two Chains. Does Ross play mafia music? Yeah, he I got that's play that. got to be the first song. He got he got to come out to that, and he got to get hype. <laughs> and he got to get hyped. That's always fun to see Rick Ross get hyped. I'm talking about he got to like do the arm, get to get hype in the chair, damn near break the chair. He got to get. Like, he he got to get, get hyped though, like rapping with it and out. shit. Like you got to like get him the whole show. I, I was trying to think of some prop bits. Mm. 
it's tough for these two because I feel like they both gonna be too cool for school. Okay. They both gonna be in their shades on indoors. Like two, they're both pretty laid back. Like nobody, I don't think nobody's gonna be in there smoking. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know what I mean? Like I don't, I, I could. I'm sitting there trying to think of some prop bits. I couldn't think of none. I like, I don't know if Ross gonna be in there eating. Like how if he's gonna pump any of his businesses. Like I don't know if he's gonna have the ball of Bel Air, bag, Bel Air, all of that shit. Right there. Okay, I don't know. It's uh, tough. Who's going to shout out to fresher than the average podcast? You guys check that out, Mister Fashion over here. Who is going to be dressed better? Oh, that's an easy call. Yeah, that's Rose. Chains. I agree. Two chains. That's, that's, that's Rose. Get out of here, dude. I represent for Husky Nation. You just saying that because he's fat and you're fat. Wait, yeah, that's, that's the only reason I'm saying that. Two chains gonna be the flyest nigga in the room, man. Let's not even hold. Let's not even hold the people. He might have Let's on not even wings. Hold the bro. people. No, he might, and they gonna be fly. That shit gonna look goofy. Let's not even hold the people, man. You and Jay Hove be hating on Two Chains and his dapperness. He got a whole <laughs> show about being dapper. Shout out to Chains, man. Two Chains dressed like a stereotype of a rapper. Looks crazy. He's a rapper. What is he supposed to dress? He dressed like a rapper supposed to. Man. If you were a rapper, you dress like that one hundred percent. You'd have his, shoes like his Versace shoes and everything. His fit facts terrible. If you were a rapper, he, he might have the worst fit out of anybody in this entire verses. Actually, we might can put that on the line. That's impossible. I'm what excited, DMX, man. What DMX have on? DMX had on a horrible outfit. Yeah, he had your Ronald McDonald Tims. And uh, Fab. Fab was bullshitting in them uh, loose leg cargo pants. The cargo's, uh, Fab's pants were terrible. That's yeah. without question. That's true. You're going to see nobody worse dressed than Fab on here. What if you had to put this on Wednesday night the same time as No Limit, though? That would have been petty. That would have been petty as fuck. That would have been super petty. And I'd, I'd have been hot. I'd fell out with Swiss over there. I'd have been hot at him. He probably would have been a fuck you to BET. Well, no, but they're doing the Rough Riders next, though. So he can't, he got to put some respect on BET name. Because they're doing the Rough Riders. That's that coming next month, or this good. month. That Rough Riders look good in the motherfucker. <laughs> trailer look dope in the Niggas was jumping a nigga out there in the casino, man. That shit look, <laughs> hey, boy. I d- We'll get into this probably when we do the preview for that. But that made yeah. me remember, like, being from the South, like, those were the first niggas from New York. And I was like, oh, I'm fucking with them heavy. Like, yeah, they hard. all that Rough Rider shit, nigga, we was with that shit. Because that was yeah. different uh, just, just from what we seen from up North, man. That no. shit, I, I used to love them niggas, man. No, Rough Rider was a shit. They was a shit. I can't wait for that, too. Absolutely. Yeah, facts. Y'all let us know who y'all think gonna win, man. Give us a score. Go to Facebook, search the rap chat in uh in the groups. Let us know what's your score, what's your prediction. Go to IG, let us know your score, all that good shit. Uh, what we got? We got some wins and some losses out here in these streets. Absolutely, man. As far as the wins and the losses from the On Deck TV podcast this week, a big W mm. to the former bad boy artist Loon. He was released from prison after 10 years for Ooh. heroin trafficking charges. Yeah. Your thoughts? Shout out to Loon. Uh, example number, I don't know, 3,000 of the bad boy curse. Uh, ain't no bad boy curse. Y'all niggas put that shit on shit. Diddy, man. Them, that ain't got nothing to do with Diddy, man. How these niggas spend their money and go to jail and shit, man. It's on it's y'all awful. niggas, man. Y'all want to shoot niggas in the club and move hair on, man. Fuck. Hey, you it's do a that. Whole lot of jail, buddy. Whole lot of coincidences with these bad boy artists. Hey, uh, man, but Puff you, did reach out on social media. That's good to see. I don't know if that was, you know, 
A nigga came to pick Loon up in like a Bentley or a Rolls Royce or something. Yeah, now they, they weren't playing. I don't know who that was, but they scooped yeah. Loon up in style, though. Yeah, that nigga he had on new shoes and everything. He looked, he looked like he been style. out. Like, <laughs> like, out, nigga, I been here, nigga. Nigga, Loon was healthy than a motherfucker. Right, so man. I was like, like man, what game. the fuck? Shit. <laughs> Shout out to Loon, though, man. Uh, Most definitely. W the Young Dolph. He's giving away a custom Lamborghini as part of the new album, Rich Slave Rollout. This may seem like deja vu because, yes, uh, I think one of his last projects, he was giving away one of them camouflage joints that he had. You yep, yep. Uh, Young Dolph pulling the rare two gimmicks for one project. Number one, he's doing the Lambo giveaway and he called it Rich Slave. Those are two gimmicks to try to get people to talk about his album. Um, listen, Dolph, unfortunately, is not working. Yeah, now nah, his buzz isn't the same as it used to be. I fuck with Dolph, though. I think he makes entertaining music, and he's a friend of the show. He's been on the show. Shout out to Dolph. Uh, that that Lambo is valued at like four hundred thousand. Just give me the bag. I don't need the car. I can't do nothing with that shit. I can't fit in that shit. Why you think that uh, his buzz has died down? Oh no, he just hasn't had a hit since. Um, or you know a crossover hit um since the last one which was a couple of years ago that i the name escapes the fuck out of me right now because mm, he's yeah true preach All right. that was the name of it that one that he, hasn't had a, he hasn't had a hit since preach man that so was like I, 10 years ago it, it feel like forever ago in fact shout out to Dolph though man he does do his thing he's a very funny dude um i think the yo Gotti stuff people just got tired of it and i don't think but that song was that hard though song was dope the song was hard. <laughs> song was super funny. You yeah. know, some hella Memphis shit. But I think that on a national level, people just got tired of that. People didn't want to hear it. They don't want to hear you niggas go back and forth about y'all personal beefs. Yeah, I can see and that. I think that's what happened. Uh, another L to Eminem. Snoop off of his versus popularity just came out with his top 10 rappers list. And Eminem was not on there. Your thoughts? People were up in arms that Eminem was not on his list. And when I went and looked at the list, mm -hmm. first of all, everything everybody on here is pre-1995. Yeah. So I don't know what made y'all think that Eminem was going to be included with Run from Run DMC, Big Daddy Kane, KRS-One. The crime is not having Jay-Z on here. I don't know what the fuck Snoop thinking with that. Like, you can have him on here with Rakim and LL and Ice Cube, and it would have fit right in. Eminem wouldn't have made no sense with these 10 that he got on here, bro. But Jay does. I need answers for that. It's, it's, it makes sense, though. It's just like Charles Barkley when he tried to say that niggas from the other generation aren't the biggest thing of water ever. Uh, Charles Barkley, you know how he tried to slight people from the newer generation? It's the same thing with Snoop, and I feel like that he looks at Jay like a contemporary. Like, I ain't gonna tell, like, Magic ain't gonna tell Larry Bird, hey, nigga, you top five, even though he is. I don't think so. They're gonna say Oscar Robertson and the niggas before him, gonna pay them a little bit more respect. That's so true. I mean, it lines up. Like, he, he looks at those people as he's just as good. And, I mean, Snoop, you can't really make an argument against it. He's probably the most popular rapper ever. Yep. Uh, so I get it. Uh, I, I, I'm always surprised when people be shocked that Eminem is left off list. Like, I, don't, I, don't well, I mean, because he's he's one of the biggest rappers of our generation. That's why. Um, but this I mean, list this is clearly not for our generation. They don't make him permanent top ten though. Like I can name, I can no name ten. Top 10 and M ain't got to be in there. No top ten. Yeah, bro. If you're from this generation, then it's it's tough to for him not to be in the top ten. Ten. 
Who the fuck rapping better? Where is he at on yours, dude? Uh, mm. So you about to say something ridiculous. Oh, you top 50. Like, come on. Bro. I ain't, like, nah, ain't going to do him like that. I just don't put him in my top 10. I'm like, Eminem a rapping ass white boy. He's great at what he does. I've never really been into him, though. But and he I don't do, he cold, why though. people find that so hard. MF Doom is cold. Is he? Somebody I don't listen to that shit. Black, Black Thought is cold. Yes, he don't is. argue because he's not in their top 10. Like, people want Eminem's popularity, popularity to be weighed in. Like yeah, he can rap. A lot of niggas can rap though. He got hits though. Cool. We're not just we're not just gonna be like he's cannabis and he just was he could just no, rap just, and that was it. He can rap, but that don't like. It, no, it's just a full package, bro. Like his his most recent shit is some slaw. Like he fell off. I'll, I'll be the first nigga to tell you all of that. He done okay. fell off. He's past his prime. Washed fine. But we're not gonna be cheat them first four, them first three. Like you can't. No, nobody's saying they're not good. I'm just saying I find it hard to believe that people get so up in arms when Eminem is not on a list. Like he's for everybody. Like Eminem is very. He's an acquired taste, especially if you just like a nigga that's listening to rap and you naming ten people. Not saying the Snoopers is. I moved on from that. Right, right, right. Like a a regular rap fan, like ain't nobody get into those albums like that nigga unless you was just like a diehard. Like, I know niggas that probably mm. never heard of Eminem album, and they fuck with That's Russia. a shame. <laughs> He's got a classic. I don't know about that. I mean, that Marshall Mothers LP. That's a classic, bro. I don't know about that. Where? Just, I, hate to, I hate to break Where? it to people. In Bardo, maybe in, it was a classic. In rap circles. <laughs> what are we talking about? I don't know. You gotta expand their palette, man. No, nah, I'm just, no. This, that's not a <laughs> universal rap classic. Marshall Mathers is a universal rap classic to you. Yeah, like, it is. It's I think, similar I think to so. Blueprint, not uh, what's this shit? Stillmatic and shit. You saying it's I think so. Absolutely. Illmatic, but I'm with you. Stillmatic was a classic too. Allegedly. Fuck out of here. Um, Stillmatic is not a classic. All right. Uh, on deck of the week. <clears throat> this is going to the West Coast. Uh, we love entrepreneurship here on the On Deck TV podcast. We love creative thinking. Shout out to Tiger. Your man's tiger um, for launching a delivery only virtual chicken restaurant. It is called Tiger Bites. It is a virtual dining concept that specializes in bite sized baked chicken nuggets. It is available in over 30 major markets across the country New York, LA, Boston, Chicago, DC, with additional locations expected uh, to open soon. You got to give him some props, man. That was a creative. It, there's small bite-sized stuff for when you're not trying to eat a full meal on the go. So this nigga, he opened a snack restaurant. Basically. That's delivery cool. only. Tiger, Tiger got a good business acumen, though. He's been able to survive a nigga like a cockroach. Never know how to fuck <laughs> you crawl back out here fucking now and then. You're like, damn, that nigga's still here putting hits out. So shout out to Tiger, man. It's antibiotic-free, oven-baked, boneless chicken bites. My homeboy, shout out my homeboy, JB, man. We used to have a Me Time Lemonade. We were talking. He said he lived up by a chicken plant. Okay. He said, he claims that if he were to take you by there, you would never eat chicken again in your life. He said- Oh, I believe he, it. The shit that he see and smell going by his house. He's a, He's been a vegan for like the last four years. I believe it. He wasn't there. It's just it's yeah. funny. Yeah. Motherfucker, I stopped eating the shit. It was a reason allegedly, I stopped eating it. Allegedly. 
You never stopped eating it behind closed doors. The husky we all vegan. went along with it. We all went along with it. We let you play it out. <laughs> we know you didn't stop eating meat. <laughs> man, give me something. Put me on to something, man, for this week. Oh, man. Um, I probably said this one here before, but I want you to check out a brand new episode of the Jamel Hill podcast called Unbothered. She had a recent interview with Ice Cube. Ice Cube was on there to not play any fucking games. <laughs> he has that new agenda that he wrote for black people. He's trying to get it passed through Congress and have, trying to have it written into like a bill. It's worded great now, but he's just trying to get it worded correctly as to where it can go through the house. He's looking for people to help him out with it. And mm. he, the interview was so like specific to what he got going on with that. And I, I loved it. Because uh, he wasn't straying like you wanted. He wasn't at taking no big three questions. I ain't taking no <laughs> Friday after next questions, nigga. I'm here to talk about this. And no Lakers talk. Yeah, none of that, man. I ain't here to talk about none of that. And it was commendable, man. But he wasn't disrespectful in saying that to Jamel, but you could tell that he was like, nah, not, not today. Yep. It's cool another day, another time, but not today. Like he was very adamant in his stands. Like he was, I'll let you guys listen to it, but he was adamant about the NBA not starting and, and a lot of shit. Like he really was all hands on deck as far as uh, what he's been putting on his Twitter and his Instagram. So y'all check that out, man. This shit was dope. Yeah, he's been, he been, he been, he been activated these last yes. 60 days. He's in mode and I am here for it. I got to check that out. Put me um, on something. Man, I'm 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 reversing it. I'm asking for the listeners to put me on. I have been debating watching on stars. I have watching debated what? I've P Valley. Oh. The stripper joint. It cut out. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, I have been debating watching P Valley. I'm asking the listeners to let me know if I need to watch it or not. Y'all I'm asking y'all to put me on. Who has been watching it? Do I'm I need scared, to watch man. it? It it looks interesting. It should look like Hustle and Flow, the series. Ooh, it, I see. I was going to say it looked like uh, yeah, Players Club. Players Club. It's like Players Club. Mm, I don't know. But Hustle and Flow is a good mix, though. It like, it like Hustle and Flow and Players Club had yeah. a baby and right. called it P-Valley. <laughs> and called it P-Valley. Like, I don't that, know if I want to see that, man. Somebody somebody convinced me to watch that, please. Yeah, put me on, man. I Twitter. this last episode was pretty interesting, too. Yeah, animal underscore brown on Twitter on IG. Let me know if I need to watch this so I don't waste my time and check something else out, man. Y'all put me on. I ain't watched TV in a minute, bro. I ain't been watching. I ain't really watched shit. I've been streaming stuff shit. in the background while, like, during the day while I'm doing other stuff, and I streamed yeah. like the last five, six episodes of Breaking Bad today. And Walt is a piece of garbage. Yeah, like, he was. Yeah, he was. No one has lost my respect more in a rewatch more than Walt. Like you go back and you look at the wire and all that other stuff, the Sopranos, you're like, oh, okay, I see where Tony was coming from. Or Avon had a point. Marlo could have did this better, but I fuck with it. This nigga Walt, that nigga's <laughs> a dirt bag. Like all the yeah, Walter he was White one. fans, man, the Walter White fans, go back and look at Breaking Bad. I'm talking about from episode one, season one. That nigga was a dirt bag. Walt That's was a fact. A piece of shit. He was. Just nah, he was. He was manipulating the fuck out of people. Nah, he was a garbage bag that nigga was juice man shout out heisenberg man um hey man y'all appreciate y'all checking in do us a favor go to itunes leave a comment let us know how you are feeling these corona episodes let us know what you want to hear on the patreon give us a give us a um 
a mixtape to review on the Patreon, man. Let us know what y'all want to hear. Patreon.com slash Realville, by the way. We will be revamping it very soon. It is going to be fucking fire. I'm telling you now. Uh, we look forward to you guys hearing the new content that the network has on Patreon. Uh, YouTube as well, man. We, we back on YouTube. Watch YouTube.com slash Realville, man. Watch us. Absolutely. Check us out. Absolutely, man. Check everything out. Rate, subscribe, like everything across the different networks go to the youtube page we would definitely appreciate you to tell a friend as the fsp guys to rate subscribe and like to the youtube page real build youtube that shit will be fire and help us out a lot brand new episode of the feature and spike lou feed start to kick off this week got everything right production wise topics right so you guys expect something new there this week and then every week to come yeah, all, all of that. And shout out to uh, the Frames Per Second podcast. I was on there for the review of uh, Fatal Affair on Netflix. Yeah. And I'm we trashed it. Background. I'm working in the background for you, man. I threw that. Nigga Cal oh, good looking. Called me and asked me. I said, there's no way that I watched that piece of shit movie, but I know someone who did. It was, it was <laughs> you know, it was, it was, it was trash, but it was fun trashing the trash, though. It was, it was fun. I like doing that. There's no Had way that I watched that. Like, there's no way I would watch that movie. Shout out to Neil Long. It was okay, cool. Neil Long. Yeah, Neil Long. On that note, man, we are out. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Yes, sir.